Okay, hello. This is Tuvishvat, Tufts Vav Shvat. Um, we are up to chapter 24, Parak Havdalat. It's part two out of three. So we're kind of nearing the end of this whole discussion of what the altar has been talking about, of this thing inside of our souls called Avamasuteris. Why is Altarba talking to us about Avamasuteris? Because the whole point of Tanya from the beginning has been that it's actually possible to experience within your human experience, within your speech, within your heart, and within your choice of action, a internal experience of, wow, I actually feel my soul. I actually feel the internalness of the world instead of just the externalness of the world. I actually sense that like there's a deeper dimension to life. And Alter has been telling us that it's actually possible to experience that to the extent that it allows you to be somebody who is in conscious choice of your actions. Which we were talking about, that's, what, that's essentially what a Bainani is. A Bainani isn't somebody who has like got rid of all impulse towards Zeth. Who's gotten rid of all like, oh, but this looks like that. This looks like this. It looks like what it is. Abandoning isn't somebody who got rid of that voice. Abandoning is somebody who has also found the space inside of them that's beyond it. And now is able to hold all of the aspects of who he is, including that voice. And then choosing, and then the Abandoning is able to choose how he wants to engage with it. And we're going to talk about later in Tanya, that there's different times, actually at the end of this chapter, at the end of next chapter, at the end of chapter Chafei, the author is going to be kind of bringing us into now, now that we know, we use two ways, the author gave us two ways to access this inner space of capital S self, orange self, shining in your soul, nefesh kiss revealed, you can call it a million different things, but the author gave us two ways, the long short way to find it and the short long way. So the long short way was the whole beginning of Tanya, which was meditate and contemplate and think and and like do the inner work of like breaking down the parts and like like we talked about like actually feeling yourself enough that this godly soul is revealed or we talked about meditating on different things but then the altar for the past few chapters has said well what if all that's not working for you is there another option and the altar has been telling us for the past few chapters that there's actually that this space inside of our soul isn't something that you have to earn and it's not something that you have to work to get it's actually something that you naturally have and through knowing that you naturally have it and that if push came to shove and the example of push came to shove that altar gives us is if you were threatened to die on Messiah's Nefesh if you had to say convert or die essentially what would happen in that moment is you would say wait a second I know there's a deeper truth to reality right and what that means that the fact that you would say it then means that you have that inside of you now if you were pushed off a bridge and then you somehow could learn somehow flew it means that you have the ability to fly now too so that's been telling us that you have the space inside of you the question is how to reveal it how to not reveal it the altar would, it we've been talking a lot about this like i find it interesting that the altar was not telling us how to reveal it i think that the short long way is the altar but telling us that just knowing that you have it allows you to access it allows you to access it. So we've been saying about this inner space inside of us that this album Suteris. See, this is the problem that we spend so long reviewing and then it's like, there's so much time to actually learn. That's okay. Um, dun, dun, dun. So we've been talking about what this album Suteris experiences and 
basically, this Abhim Suteras, this space of our and self shining in our soul, it sees everything as Einan Malvade. It like doesn't say Hashem is there and I'm here. It literally knows the truth that Hashem is actually one with like literally with everything. Not not in some way of like there's the unity and then there's this aspect of life. There's the unity, but then there's differentiation. It's all the differentiation is actually one with the unity of God. And we talked about yesterday that Klipa is actually also part of the unity. Why? Klipa never goes against the will of its maker. And we were t- the whole beginning of chapter 24, the whole point of chapter 24 is this discussion on why knowing that there's the unity of God. What is knowing that Hashem is literally one? Why does that lead me to do an Avera and to not do a mitzvah and to do a mitzvah and to not do an Avera? What does that have to do with each other? And so what we're, gonna, what we're understanding is that when you could, when you internalize the fact that that unity of God that is the same unity of God that you become aware of when you say convert or die, when, when that, okay, one second, my brain's a little confused for a second because I'm going through a lot of different facets. Pause. <laughs> no, where Tanya's actually starting today. Um, vulnerable moment for me, what happens sometimes to me, and it's like because there's Tanya as it, as Alter writes it, and then because I spend time learning it I end up learning I end up seeing there's like so many dimensions of the exact same thing you know what I mean and so but and I've discovered this a million times through this is really the first time that I'm like really like teaching teaching like I never put myself in a situation where I'm like responsible for teaching every day like it's but it's so vulnerable because like I feel so responsible to give over every dimension but like you can't give over every dimension at once. That's literally, it's like the opposite of tzimtzum. It's literally tohu. You know what I mean? It's trying to say this fully exists and this fully exists and this fully exists and this fully exists. Like, it's almost like the words of the Tanya are like the highest dimension that like encapsulates all of it. And then like all of it comes through at a, cer- at a certain point when the Mechabel is able to receive it, which for me is the hours that I spend learning it. But you can't give over all the dimensions in 20 minutes. So it's like... But then what do I do? I guess what I do is I just teach the actual Tanya. That's probably the answer. Yeah, probably like when your brain says, wait, but this and that, just like look back. Come back. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay, so let's, let's look inside. <laughs> so just this chapter, come down with groundedness. <laughs> We're saying that the power that we have to choose between being transparent to God or being transparent to Klippa, that ability that we have to choose is actually the biggest force in creation. And it, when we choose transparency to Klippa, we don't become the same as Klippa. We actually become lower than Klippa. Why? Because Klippa is only doing the will of its maker. Klippa is sent on a journey from Hashem. Hashem literally tells Klippa, I want you to come into this world and let and make everybody think that you're not me. And that's what Klippa does. 
but a yid, we have the space inside of us, all the reason we have space inside of us that's, that's our in soap shining in our souls, that sees the broader picture of reality. And when we choose to become transparent to Klippa, we're not doing our divine mission, we're doing the opposite of our divine mission. And, and the fact that we know that there's a space inside of us that knows that all is one, and that this mitzvah is as big of a deal as convert or die, the, how, how is it possible? How is it possible that I could end up doing an Avera? So, go inside. Okay. I'm going to look into this. So vulnerable for me for some reason. I don't know why. Okay. Like to actually just. Okay. Whatever. Okay. Kisishta ishtai in Adam over Avera v'chulu. It says in the. The Rabbanim say that basically, if somebody goes and commits adultery, right? And we know that sishta is the same word as shaita. Why? In Adam over Avera v'chulu because. A person won't do a sin unless a spirit of folly enters them. That same woman that went and did the Savera, right? She would have given up her life for Hashem, even though that's a separate question of would be it's a good question but essentially we have this place of chachma inside of us that knows what do you mean would be like when I look when I us, we would we know we would yeah. but when I think about myself I'm like would I would I not I'm, it's hard to because it's hidden so exactly and that's what Alter was saying that it's not a matter of thinking would I would I not it's a matter of knowing that there is a place of chachma inside of me that literally feels this state of I cannot be separated from God and so if I was, became aware that I will be separated from God, I will choose death over that. And yet this person is choosing the desire for an adulterous relationship over the unity of God when she would choose death over the unity of God. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't match up. Um, she wouldn't even bow down, even if her heart still believed in God. She still wouldn't. And yet she would go after this pleasure um, of the sin. Okay. This is a funky class. It's funny. Okay. Wow, guys, I'm so distracted. I feel like I'm just in such a weird head space right now. I'm going to have to re-record this. Oh. Okay. I really like what you said in the beginning. And yeah, I like the background. <laughs> So the only way that she's able to differentiate this ability to do adultery and avidazara is because of a ruach shtus that says, this one separates me from Hashem, this one doesn't separate me from Hashem. But that itself is this, is not a truthful thought. It's shtus because it's the opposite of MS. But this Rakshtas can only reach up until Chachma. It can't act, it can't enclose itself in Chachma because Chachma is essentially beyond story, right? Which is what? I'm just thinking of something. 
Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> distraction breeds distraction, by the way. Like, literally. Aval be'emes lamitai. Afilu avira kala hare ha'ever ever alratan halyan barahu. In truth, the truth is that even somebody who does the smallest avera, basically, what is it essentially an avera? Avera isn't do this, don't do that. Avera is Hashem saying, do this or don't do that. So the, what Hashem is, ends up saying, take out the garbage or don't have an affair. Is there a difference? Kind of there's a difference. What we're saying here is that there really isn't a difference because they're both Hashem saying, this is reflecting me or this is not reflecting me. In that moment of us becoming transparent to the klipa, to the avera, we're essentially becoming lower than all the things that Hashem is sending into this world to be klipa, like all the not kosher animals, all the everything. Like it says that the gnat preceded you, like the mosquito. Why? It is why. Perish da'af yata shemachnas ve'in maitzi. This gnat is like the epitome of klipa, according to Alter Rebbe, because it takes in and it never gives out. It literally eats until it combusts and dies. She klipa hayaiser tachtain. It's the lowest form of klipa. V'rachayka mevachinas hakadusha hamashpas v'tachos harichu kaidemes la'ish hachayte. But this gnat that is literally the definite, like the, you would think it's the most intense form of klipa, it is actually higher than the person that sins. Why? Why? Because the gnat's doing what it's meant to do. The gnat is, refl- is being transparent to itself. It came into this world with a divine mission. It came into this world with the self. And that's how it's manifesting. The person that is choosing transparency to klipa, they're saying, I have a self and I'm not reflecting it. I'm choosing to reflect something other than who I am. All of the unclean beasts, all of it, they never go against their purpose in life. They only do God's command, even though they can't perceive it. Their spirit, their spirit perceives it. And that's why an animal will never, like an animal, won't hurt you unless you look like an animal, because an animal can only ever be. On its, on its own playing field. An animal can't go outside of itself. Which means that, but what is this chain of events in creation? Human is above animal. So how is it possible that an animal could end up hurting a human? It can only do what its creation is to do. It can only stay on its own level of creation. And yet an animal can hurt a human. How is that possible? And it's because an human comes down to the level of animal so but it's not the animal shifting out of its own reflection of self it's the human coming down to the animal the human is one with the choice that's able to now come down to the animal so that now the animal can hurt the human versus are you, uh, have a safe flight yeah thanks for coming thank you so much oh, this is really really nice
it's cool what you guys have been doing. Um, but I think I'm sure. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> no, come anytime. Bye. But I think I'm sure. In Salam Aleikum, Mustalik, Malpanehim. I think it's also because Tanya has so many words. It's like so much actual words. But I think I'm sure. In Salam Aleikum, Mustalik, Malpanehim, Kochai, Atrayis, Eskafia, Kam, Yuhu, Kamaisha, Gazabazahar, Gabe, Daniel, the Gav, Arias, like Daniel, that the animal couldn't hurt Daniel because he was the face of the Sadish. He what? His choice. Like with his bechir chafetz, he stayed on the level of of midaber. He stayed on the level of tzaddik, which is essentially beyond animal. And so the animal couldn't hurt him. The aim, essentially, we're saying that klipa does not go against Hashem's will. The aim kain hachaytiv ayveratenis barach afilu baverakala b'shas ma'aseh b'talchos harichah b'dusha ha'aliyana shi'echud b'achdusis barach. The truth is, is that somebody who sins, even a small sin, even something that it doesn't seem to go against Hashem's unity. Now that we know that Hashem's unity, hi Getty, Hashem's unity is literally reflecting in every single inch of creation, every single one of the mitzvahs. It's not like Hashem's unity. <laughs> oh, I'm not attention. <laughs> okay, there's one more paragraph, guys. It's not fair to us being yeah, I know, I feel so bad. No, I think Lily is like, I'm like, yay, my friend's here. And like, she's like literally judging, like not judging me. I didn't feel like she was judging. She wasn't. But I'm saying like you don't feel like her friends is coming. Yeah. Yay Sarah Mikol Valechaim Hatme Ushkatim Uramashim So this state of when we use our power of choice. Hello, you look beautiful. When we use our power of choice to enter into a state where our alignment with self is aligned with <coughs> Klipa instead of instead of Kedusha. We're, our aligned, we're, we're created with power of choice, right? And the author said it very clearly in the beginning. I think that one of the reasons also why this Tanya is weird today is because it's, we're in the middle of this, this whole chapter. Like today the author was like, if you sin, you're lower than a mosquito. But that can only really be understood in the context of what we said yesterday, which is yesterday the whole context was very, very powerful Tanya. With Alter was basically saying that the fact that we have the power to choose in this lifetime, which we only have because we are nefesh kiss enclosed in body, that's not regular. That's not like an ordinary thing. Usually you have one or the other. In higher worlds, it's only godly revelation. In anything below Medaber, it's only godly concealment. It's only do will of maker, do will of maker, do will of maker. And yet then there's this human being who's this fusion of everything. We, we have this body that completely covers our godly soul. And then we have this godly soul that literally is saying, I know the truth, I know the truth, I know the truth. And Hashem sends us into this world with this mission saying, access that state inside of you that can see beyond the concealment and then choose to live from that state, choose to live from that state of self. And that is... That the height of that mission is the height of that of the consequence of not doing the mission. Meaning, as good as it is when you do the mission, which is literally really good. I mean, like that's Mashiach. That's the purpose of all creation. Eskafia and Eshapcha, being able to look at ourselves and say, "I see." Eskafia is literally looking at all the aspects of how I'm presenting, how the world looks, and saying, "I see that you have masks on. I see that you're not." 
the fullest expression of Hashem. Not because you're not doing your godly mission, but because your godly mission is to look like you're not the fullest expression of Hashem. But Iskafi is literally saying, like, you're not the fullest expression of Hashem. You're not, not, not you don't have Hashem inside of you, but you're not revealed godliness. And Ishapcha is saying, let me reveal the godliness inside of you. Let me actually prove that now that I see that you aren't the end-all, be-all, the way that this looks isn't the end-all, be-all of what it is, let me actually now reveal that godliness is present inside of it. But that experience of being able to choose to do that is a very mighty thing to be able to do. And the flip side of being able to choose to do that is that it's a big deal when we don't. You know, it's a big deal to live a lifetime without expressing who you came into this world to express and how you came into this world to express without aligning yourself with your ultimate self. That's a, it's a big deal. And it's funny because like there's a part of me that wants to literally not post this on yet. I'm actually, I don't, I can't decide if I will, but like that's really the point here. Like I'll start with saying like nothing's really random here. Like, really nothing's random. And the fact that we think that things are random, the fact that we think that we can just kind of, like, go through life and, like, associate this with godliness, but this not with godliness. And associate this with the unity, but this not with the unity. Like, it's literally rakshas. Like, kedusha and the purpose of creation is... A yid is literally tied to a yid saying, Who am I? Who am I? And who... Who I am is somebody who is godliness and clothed in body. Body is also godliness. And I can choose, I must choose to align my thought, speech, and action, to align my life with my godly soul in any given moment. And like, and that comes through small mitzvahs. You know what I mean? Small mitzvahs and big mitzvahs and medium mitzvahs and every flavor and color of mitzvahs. And it's like, like there's a reality here. And like, both it's anything that isn't representing we're we're saying that we become lower than even the shalash kibbutz atmeis because even shalash kibbutz atmeis are doing hashem's will right just for your guys i think i probably will work with fine again but just for your guys sake this yesterday i said this already yesterday tanya but in adin steinzalt's tanya he gave a story and it was so powerful and he basically said that there was one it was a mushal I think written by the Baal Shem Tev, or in the name of the Baal Shem Tev, that there was a king who one time sent a messenger to in one of his most trusted messengers and he sent this messenger to incite a rebellion in his kingdom so that he could see who was what? Exactly. So this guy goes and he starts citing a rebellion and then there's two camps. One camp says oh, we only choose the king. We know that you're just, you know, or you're just a piece of whatever, like, get out of here. We're only choosing the king, right? You can call that the tzaddikim. They don't even have any sense of, like, there is other, like, it's just only God, and we don't even care what you're saying. Then this other camp, which would be the camp of Rashaim, said, oh, yeah, let's, let's reflect you instead of reflecting Hashem. Let's, let's stick to you. But then there was a third person, and this is essentially the Bainani, a third person 
went over to this guy and he said, Hi, I know that you are only a messenger of the king. Let's talk. <laughs> like, I, I know you. I, I, see what, I see through you. There's no fight now. There's no anger. There's no, I know that you're only a messenger of the king. And, and the civil war disappeared. You know what I mean? And essentially that's what all they were saying here. Like the ability to look at all the aspects of everything and say like, I see that all of you are messengers of the king. But, okay, I, that's it. I don't know. Happy Wait. to be shot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. Um, so you said that the 